Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week 8, day 4 of our study of 1st and 2nd Timothy. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about 2nd Timothy 2, 20-21. Well, welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Before we get started, I want to encourage you to remember to read 1st and 2nd Timothy 10 times during these 10 weeks that we're going through it. We're on week 8. You've got this week and a couple more to read it. So if you haven't started yet, I encourage you to do it now and you'll still get first and second Timothy in you three times over the next three weeks. And that's, that's worth a lot. It really will transform your life. With that, let's go ahead and pray before we start today. Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God, speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word to be reading today from the NIV. This is second Timothy two, starting in verse 20. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for special purposes and some for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. In in, uh, Judaism, in... And, and I think this is what Paul is alluding to is what he's thinking of, although this is kind of true for anyone, especially back in that day, it would be very common. <clears throat> I think he's saying a little bit of this. In those days, you would have chamber pots, right? The chamber pot, you didn't, not everyone, they did actually have plumbing in those days in the Roman world. There was hot and cold running water <clears throat> in parts of different cities. They, they really did have hot and cold running water. Uh, obviously you were probably very, very wealthy if you had access to that, but still most people in that day and age, they didn't have plumbing. They didn't have indoor plumbing in their houses. So they used chamber pots, right? So that's a a very, um, not noble purpose for a vessel. And then they would have, and Jews had this is they would have, um, stoneware. And the stoneware, like a stone pot, a stone vessel, that's what you would put pure water in, things that were used either for ceremonial purposes or things that were considered ceremonially clean. Uh, you, You would have, you know, that, or then you would have even precious metals, obviously, you know, gold and silver. <clears throat> that hold things in the temple. There were there were articles of gold and silver used for sacrifices and used for different things, presentation of things. So wealthy people, <clears throat> they could afford to have gold and silver utensils and 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 vessels and things like that. And so you're not going to use gold or silver or or even stone as a chamber pot. <laughs> you're not going to use that to to do your business in because who would do that? Who would, who would make something of, of such low use out of something so expensive? So this is what Paul's getting at. There's, there's different vessels, right? But if you, if you, if you have a, a vessel that's used for the higher purposes than, than just the common use, you got to make sure that it's very clean. You're going to, to go through some ritual, whether it's a spiritual ritual or a cleaning, actual physical cleaning ritual, you're going to make sure that it's ready for that higher purpose. And so Paul's saying, you know, those who cleanse themselves, and let's let's read that again, verse 21, those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. 
<clears throat> there is a, a, a ritual that we have to go through. And again, it, whether it's a ritual, a spiritually ritual cleansing of something to make it spiritually clean or a ritual cleansing to make it actually clean, right? Most of us listening here have dishwashers. And whether or not the dishwasher is a machine or it's, you know, your 12-year-old kids, I don't know, um, you're, you're on a daily basis, you're washing those dishes, you're cleaning them up. That's not a spiritual ritual, but it is a ritual. You have to do it on a routine basis. You do it before you use it again. You scrub it, you clean it, you let the machine do it for you. You're going through this ritual and so regardless of whether it's a spiritual cleansing or, you know, some kind of ceremonial thing, or it's an actual physical cleaning of those things, we go through that ritual no matter what. And he's saying we have to take on that ritual for ourselves. He's talking about sanctification here. We have to go through that cyclical, normal, routine, daily ritual of preparing ourselves as holy vessels before the Lord prepared to do, as he says, any good work. This is a super important part of the Christian life. It's one that I hear increasingly downplayed or even um, not neglected, but rejected. People saying this, no, you shouldn't do this. This is not part of the Christian life. You shouldn't be doing things. You should just soak in the grace that is from God. We don't have to do anything. And there's, there's nothing in scripture that says that. There's only things to the contrary. Here Paul is saying, yes, we do receive that grace. We don't earn it. But once we have received that grace, nothing makes sense except for us to make ourselves holy and useful before the Lord, prepared, as he said, to do any good work for the master. That's the only thing that makes sense. We don't understand the ramifications of the salvation that we've received. If we say, yeah, now that we're saved, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to do anything. We can just like be cool and do whatever we want, live however we want. I mean, I have legitimately heard many people, not a small number, teach that. And nothing could be further from the truth. As believers, that doesn't make sense. When we understand the weight of the salvation that we've been given, Nothing makes sense except for us to give all of our effort to walking in greater purity, greater holiness, greater usefulness to God. I pray that you and I will choose to do that. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.